0: whole series. And the series has 14 episodes. They are now on episode 2, two in the dream. So if they come to church, they will disturb the series. Do you, do you understand? But you have managed to come. And Paul says that, know that it is not a waste of time. There's something for you. Because of that, be steadfast. Stay on track. If one day you wake up and you have gone on track, off track, come back on track. Hallelujah. That's why I'm teaching us how to come back on track. You'll be called the comeback kid. I said you'll be called the comeback kid. So I said to you last week that I'm giving you maybe about seven keys. Number one, I said, to be steadfast, you must not love the world. Is that not so? Because anything you love, you gravitate towards it. Anything you love, you gravitate towards it. If you love the world instead of God, you will gravitate towards the world. And I use uh, our brother Nelson. Where's your lovely wife? Okay, it's also powerful. We love her the same. Do you get? It. I, we use our brother Anik uh, um, Nelson and his wife. How Aniki loved her parents. Yet, when she met Nelson, in spite of all her love for her parents, she one day left her parents and went to join herself to Nelson. Hallelujah. So, you will say, ah, Did she love her parents? She did. Did she love her siblings? She did. And she did very much. It's just that she loved somebody else. She loved somebody else. So, she gravitated towards the person. So, in our walk with God, if we love the world, Eventually, we will move to the world. That is what will disturb our steadfastness. I also told you, don't last after the things of the world. And I said, last is an what? Excessive and overpowering desire. Do you get it? Excessive Zulus in English. Today you are the you are what Zulus? So it's what? Excessive overpowering. Is that not so? And next, say it in Zulu and let me hear. Good. Say it in English. Good. Zulu, you just have to raise your voice. You are speaking Zulu. That's why all taxi drivers are Zulus. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Do you get it? Don't last after the world. Any power that controls you, it's like it's too much for you. It will take you away from God so if it's a love for a boy and it's too you can't control yourself it's like as soon as the boy comes around or his name is mentioned you even forget your own name yeah you forget your name it's not it's not good for you tell your neighbor it's not good for you the love is you say, pastor i love him so much i don't know what to do then that love is not good for you a love that makes you not know what to do Is not good for you I say it again. A love that makes you not know what to do is not good for you. Hallelujah. Maybe it's not, I mean, you become disoriented. You don't know what to do. You don't know if you don't know. When you say lift up your, your right hand, you see you are lifting your left. Yeah, you don't know the difference between your left, your leg and your arm. It's no, that's not a good love. You know, pastor. Oh, ah, ah, pastor, I feel it so much. Oh, oh, hey, it's not good for you. It's it's a medical problem. You we have to solve it. Yeah, that's why we say the Bible says walk in love. It means you can control where you are stepping. Not fall in love. When you are falling, you can't control anything. I, I I fell in love with him. You fell in love with him now. Huh? When the Bible says walk in love, walk means that. You can see where you are going. You can see where you are stepping. But you are falling. Oh, no, 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 no. And do you see, have you seen anybody who has fallen and not been hurt before? When oh, you fall, you will be hurt. You will be hurt. It's only short people who fall down and nothing happens to them. And I explained it to you last week because they are close to the ground. That's why. Yeah, but if you fall I mean, imagine Joel, she falls down. We may have to call an ambulance. So you are busy falling in love. Then it's not good for you. Walk in love. Tell your neighbor, walk in love. Wonderful. So don't love the things of the world. I love a Mercedes Benz so much. I, eh, stop that. It's not good for you. Hallelujah. My children ask me. My children always tell me, this car will suit you. This car will suit you. So one this week, one of them gathered that confidence. They asked me, what's your dream car? I said, I don't have a dream car. A car must go and must come. That's all he well, can take me to where I'm going, and bring me back. It's fine by me. <laughs> That's all. If you want, if you say I should choose a dream car, then it should be a car that drives itself. Yeah, when you sit and say, Let's go to Deban, then you just sleep. When you wake up, you are in Deban. Then that can be my dream car. Because one of the things I don't like to do at all is to drive. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, number three, I said what? Develop steadfastness by developing a proper fear for judgment. And I use students in school, those who are always afraid that exams are coming, so they are studying. They do better than those who say, oh, we'll study. When is the exam? June, eh? Okay, we'll study. I'll start working in May. Me, I work better when I'm under pressure. Most of those people fail. Yeah, because they are not afraid of the exam. When you are working with God, you should be afraid of judgment. That one day, the Bible says that we will not appear one day before the judgment seat of Christ to give account of everything that we have done in our bodies, whether they be good or bad. Verse 11 says, Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, we warn people because God is terrible. Yeah, knowing the terror. You want to know wickedness? Try God. You think Satan is wicked? Try God. Yeah. God is the only one who has created a place where he's going to put all sinners. And a sinner is not somebody who went to steal or somebody who went to uh, lie. No. A sinner is somebody who has rejected Jesus as their Lord and Savior. That's a sinner. The sin of an unbeliever is not smoking fornication. Pastor, this guy is sleeping with every... That's not a sin. His sin is that he rejected Jesus. Jesus Christ. That's a sin. So a sinner is somebody who has rejected the Savior. Yeah. Rejected the Savior. So God has created a place that one day he's going to capture all the people who rejected him. And he's going to put them there. And when he puts them there, he's going to make sure that they don't die. Because sometimes you are when you're in a certain pain, your your relief is to die. That's how sometimes when you are sick to a certain level, like they put you on life support. After while, they take it so that you can die, because like they are helping you get out of the pain. Yeah. So, no, you'll be happy. Let your eyes look straight before you. Proverbs four twenty five. Let thy eyes look straight before thee. In the Bible, so forget about what is behind you. Actually, I am going to preach about looking back. So, giving me a nice window. Now, God has created a place, Milau, to put all those who have rejected death, and he has made sure that when you go there, you will not die. So you feel the pain, and you'll be praying, let me die. And you won't die. you call for a mountain to fall on you. The mountain, you'll be like um, Terminator. How many of have watched Terminator? When it falls on you, break into pieces, then you come together again. Yeah. You wish that you would die. When you are there, you say, I'll be back. And you come back. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Number four, develop steadfastness. We are talking about developing steadfastness. Develop steadfastness by not being overconfident. So key number four, don't be overconfident. As a Christian, don't be overconfident. Now, this doesn't apply to young Christians. It applies to old Christians. Those who have been around for some time. You have been quoting John 3.16 for about three and a half years. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you know, we are, I mean, oh. We started to serve the Lord in the late 70s. You know? When we were serving the Lord... They were now arresting Nelson Mandela to send him to prison. You know, when did you come? You are the children of today. We are the main. Look. It's just by the grace of even usually when somebody makes a mistake, that's where you see the older Christians. They come out and they start to show their pomp, their pumping. They say, you know, you know, look, whatever is happening to anybody here can happen to you. Yeah, it's by the grace of God, speeway. It can happen to you, no, it can happen to you. How many of you are stronger than Samson? Samson was anointed by God in Judges 14. One Bible says, Samson went to Timnan and saw a harlot woman, and he went in unto her. A harlot is not a lady who sings in the choir, it's a prostitute, somebody who is merchandising. Herself uh, or commercializing, I mean, he's, the person is doing it on a commercial basis. You are you just do it once every six weeks, every uh, Valentine's important days on the calendar Valentine's Day, uh, Christmas Day, and any other day, Freedom Day. So today, Pastor, today is Freedom Day, Freedom Day, Easter Sunday. God forbid, I said, God forbid. But this this girl, she was I mean, she was running like a tax shop. You see the tax shop next to us here. She has to open every day. Everything's is like a tax shop. Everybody comes to buy. So she was regularly there. When something saw her, she, he something, the powerful something, the judge of Israel. When he saw it, he said, oh, wow! Tell me what do you think? He asked her how much. How much? Regular or super size? How much? Yeah. Yeah. So if something, it can happen to something, then you. Then you. That you have developed an appetite for alcohol. Just by the grace of God, you have not been drinking for the last 27 months. So he so said, I'm going to with my friends to the nightclub, but I will not drink. These are my friends. They are, I'm just watching them. I'm just watching them. Let them do something. But me, I'm not like that. These are the sinners. I am the holy man. You will be at the club, and they will be drinking and dancing. You just, you are not that. You are just sitting there, and you are moving your body. You are dancing in the inner man, and you are moving your body gradually like that. You'll be sitting there, and then a guy, one of them will come and say, have you really stopped drinking? Ah, just take a sip. Only small. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Oh, I'll stop it. I like it. I don't like that. I don't like that. Then, you say, oh, you sure? Then you put like Lazarus style. You dip his finger in it. Are you sure? And just put it on your lip. Stop. <coughs> then, in the process, as you are doing that, your tongue will touch it. Ah, sh- then your body will say, Mmm. Then you say, "Okay, just don't bring me just just bring me one shot and bring me a bottle of Sprite. Let me just dilute it, you know." By the time you realize you are drinking again, yeah. yeah. So don't be overconfident. So in First Corinthians 10, of the Bible tells, us, "Let him that thinketh his standards take heed, lest he falls." If you think you are standing, take heed. So don't be overconfident. Rather use wisdom and prevent things. Yeah, so. But we are just a uh, boys and uh, there's nowhere to sleep. Maybe I'm coming to crash at this boy's house. By the time you wake up the next day, what could have been done has been done. He has crashed you. No, he has crashed you. Yeah, he has crashed you. I don't know what came over you. You were overconfident. Hallelujah. I'm always taking precautionary measures. Always. Always. I move as though I'm in an aeroplane which is going to crash. Yeah. You too. Don't be too confident. Always guard. Be on the guard. Number two. Number two for today. Develop steadfastness. By not being hard and stubborn. Develop steadfastness by not being what? Hard and stubborn. Hard and stubborn. Hard and stubborn. Ecclesiastes four thirteen. The Bible tells us that better is a poor and, and and young king. Or it's a young and poor king than an old and foolish king who can no longer be admonished. Yeah, you can't correct him. You can't tell him what to do. No. Look, any Christian will stumble. Sometimes we talk, ask your pastor something, then we talk, sometimes we even talk about it casually. Because we don't want you to feel that you have committed the biggest crime in the world. But is God trying to reach you? But you see church members who are stubborn. Oh you know, you can't tell me what to do, you can't come from Peter Myersburg and tell me what to do. I mean we are in deb and you come from Peter Mary's, then you start moving your shoulders. One of these days your shoulder is going to lock as you move it, in arrogance. I don't want to correct me. Why do you want to show me what to do? Why are you talking about this? You won't change. We we'll preach you hear the word of God. Oh, that's why it that doesn't apply to me. It applies to those who are 26 and below. Have you seen an age restriction? The Bible doesn't have age restriction. Yeah, it's not PG 30 or this 18 or 16 or 14. No, it applies to everybody. Everybody, but you see, Christians who are stubborn will not listen. Will not listen. You do your quiet time. You can see that God is talking to you and telling you about something. You will not listen. One of the things that I realized, one area that I realized that Christians are very stubborn in is the area of relationships. Two areas, relationship and money. Very stubborn. Very stubborn. No, no, no. Relationship. As a pastor, when you advise, when people are in a relationship, be very careful when you are advising them. If you I prefer to just preach, you hear their preaching, and then whether you, you decide to take it or not, but you talk to you one-on-one, you, the pastor, you can even become their enemy. Yeah, you can become their enemy by just talking to them about a relationship. So, you know, I, I love, look, somebody came to tell me one day, I don't even know whether I should tell you the story or not, but... Um, Pastor, I like this girl. So I told him. I said this girl, she likes somebody else. He went away and said, Pastor is jealous. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. So then he went out. I had to chase the girl. Now this girl, um I mean she's tested positive to HIV. And she had told me, she doesn't want to marry. She just wants to serve God and continue her life. So I was saving the boy from disgrace. He went, had the big proposal, everything. The girl smashed his face on the ground like a tennis ball. I said, I, said, ah, but I told you, you didn't listen. He said, I'm jealous. Be there. Yeah, be there. Another story even came to mind, but it has... It's like relationships. Hey stop on they won't listen. But by the time you look, Benin tells a story of I think Benin or Kenneth again of a guy or a girl who said she wanted to leave home. Now the parents advised the parents were pastors. They advise her don't go, don't go like the prodigal son. Now, after all the advice, she still decided to go. She decided, I will go. So, the the date for her departure was coming. And then the parents decided to pray. They prayed the whole night. Because she said she was leaving, I think, the next day. The whole night. In the night, she had a dream. In the dream, there was this nice guy she was moving with. I mean, nice with a capital nine. Yeah. And she was moving within the dream. As they were going in the dream, they were going, The guy I'm taking you to that beautiful city over there. And they were going. As they were getting closer to the city, the city had lights all over. She noticed that the lights began to go off one by one. One by one. one. The closer they got, the more the, the lights were going. So at a point, she became frightened. So she turned around to look at the guy. When she turned around to look at the guy, the guy had totally changed into a monster. How many of you have watched trailer before, Michael Jackson's trailer? Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, trailer, it's trailer night. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Yeah, Michael Jackson's trailer. It's just like trailer. It's just like they were watching a movie. They were all happy. Michael Jackson, nice guy. Then they started to walk, and it was midnight. And when midnight came, he turned into a monster. And where she was, t- he was taking the girl was a cemetery, and the dead people rose, vampires. They rose up. Then this girl I'm talking about in this one trailer, we are now back in real life. Then the girl woke up, and she ran to her father's room. She told her father, "I don't want to go again. I don't want to." go again. Yeah, God had to. This girl, God visited her. Many of you, God visits you through the preaching, through your pastor, through many revelations. But It's like stubbornness. Hard. Ask for me when I make my mind, nobody can change it. Are you God? You are not. Become flexible. From today, become flexible. At least give room for change. Give room for change. Number three develop steadfastness by not looking back develop steadfastness by not looking back develop i said steadfastness is the ability to stay on track by not looking back many christians have gone astray by just looking back you go they've gone astray By just looking back. By just looking back. Sometimes when you become a Christian, you have to forego some things. Not sometimes, all the time. You have to forego some things. Stop doing some things. And some of us had lives that, through that life, we had that evil life, we had access to money and things. Sometimes you are with a, a guy almost your father's age, and he's paying the bills. But as you start to walk with God, you can't be with the guy. Immediately, your financial situation will drop down because in the church we don't share dollars. Yeah, immediately, fine. even where you live, you have to change it. Yeah, because he's paying rent. He has put you at, um, what are your nice places here in Deban? South, something, The Bluff, I mean, La Lucia, all these nice places. So, and you are driving a golf. He bought a golf. Now you can't drive it again because even though he didn't take the, if you leave, he, did, he didn't take the golf. You can't afford the fuel. Yeah, you have turned the golf into an Uber for survival. You may have to leave some of these things, and then when you leave them, it's like your situation becomes tighter, and it must become tighter, so that you learn how to live like a, like all of us, and then you prosper thereof. So you see, as you are there, you are going through the time that God is trying to know exactly what you believe. Some people be looking back, oh, when I was with Jimmy, oh, when I was with Jojo, oh, when I was with James, oh, when I was with Jack. All these names, you should be afraid of them. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy, Jack, James, Jojo, all these types of names. I don't want to even talk about Max. Yeah, because my wife listens to my podcast. <laughs> I told you my brother-in-law is called Max. If you want to see a typical bad boy, that's Max. Yeah, I told you that. His father, to prevent him from being bad, his father would take him and put him in the boot and lock him and drive him town the whole day. That's the only way he will not do something bad. <laughs> yeah. So some of us keep looking back. Oh, You know, things, even when I wasn't serving, when I wasn't coming to the church, I had a lot of time. I could watch TV all day. I assume for as long as you are always looking back, looking back, looking. You can't even run forward well by the time you realize you have gone. In Genesis 19, we see that famous story of Lot and his wife. When they were being delivered, and the angel gave them an instruction. Don't look back. Don't look back. God was saving them from Sodom and Gomorrah. Say, don't look back. Forget about the things that have happened. You. There's a better life ahead of you. Things may look dry now, but there's a better life ahead of you. Lord's wife, as they were going, she remembered, oh, when I was in Sodom, I used to freely wear Brazilian hair. I used to freely wear Peruvian hair. I could do what I like. I had airtime all the time. I had this, I had that, I had this. So she around to look at Sodom one more time. When she turned, the Bible says she became a pillar. Also. Don't be looking back. There's nothing in the world for you. Yeah, there's nothing in the world for you. I've been, I've been born again for 22 years. There's nothing out there for I don't even envy my friends. No! I don't envy my friends. My, my mates, They listen to my podcast. Those I finished school with, which when I got born again, it looked like they were advancing and I am. Now, when they need advice, I'm the one they call. I'm the one they call. We need that. Please, Uh, they all call me Rev. It's as though they are forgetting my name. Yeah, when you go on our platform, nobody mentions my name, my real name that my mother and my dad gave to me. No, no, no. They just call me Rev. That's how they all call me. And all of them, I call them by their first names. All of them. There's only one, one of them. He's now an apostle. He's the only one. I call him an apostle. He calls me Rev. It's finished. The rest of them, I call them by their first names. What I'm saying, they will hear it by tomorrow morning. They will hear it, that I said it. Yeah. I don't think, one day I met a guy. He asked me, when are you coming back to London? I said, oh, maybe I'll pass through. I don't know. I'm not planning to. Because since I left London 12, 13 years ago, I've never gone back to London again. I had a very bitter experience in London. I've never gone back to London again. So he asked me, (laughs) when are you coming back to London? So you, I'll see. Then he said, when you come by London, come crash by my place. I look at him, I said, you know, you have to be nice. So I said, "Oh, no problem. And then we parted company. When I was going, I said to myself, if I come and I want to crash by your place, where am I going to sleep? That's the question I ask. When I come and crash by your place, where am I going to sleep? I passed sleeping in a couch many years ago. I can't come to you. Are you going to vacate your room and give me your bed and you go and sleep in it? A- what are you going to do? When I passed sleeping in a couch many years ago, many years ago, I don't envy them one bit. You have to stop envying your friends. Stop ending your roommate. You are using Nokia 3310. Your roommate is using an iPhone. Because we all know where she's getting it from. Don't be jealous. Your time will come. Amen. Your time will come. A time will come. You you afford whatever you can afford. Just pay the price. Yeah, afford what you whatever you can afford. Your roommate is eating KFC. A time will come. Nah, you can take 10, 20 people to KFC. And at that time you will say you don't eat KFC. Yeah. You say you don't eat KFC. KFC! You say you don't eat KFC. Stop looking back. I don't even want to tell that story today. KFC! No. There's only one reason that takes me to KFC. In fact, two. My children are Zynga Wings. Isn't it? There's nothing there that even excites me anymore. No. Meanwhile, there was a time my salary was too Two, two, $200, which, is two, which was 2,000 rands. Me, my wife and my son. And we managed with 2,000 rands for the whole month. Those days were the days that Streetwise 2 was 14 rands. So our budget for chilling the whole month was 50 rands. So we go and do Streetwise 2. When we finish, then we have what do you call it? 22 rands as changed for the second outing for the month. And we are done. Because I've always been a romantic guy. So no matter how broke we are, we have to chill. Hey, well, I mean, it comes to me naturally. Yeah, no matter how broke we are, at least something small. Five francs, we can go to stairs and buy the ice cream. Do you see? And go and sit by the beach. And watch the white people sw- swimming whilst the black people are watching them. So we watch the black people watch the white people swimming. We are the final line of defense. Yeah. And we encourage ourselves that when there's a tsunami, the white people will go first, followed by the black people. That's enough time for us to run away. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't. Stop looking back. Magdalene, stop looking back. Yeah, I'm going back to my Zion chat like that. I said, you were not born again when you were there, you were on your way to hell. Stop looking back. Stop looking back. Stop looking back. Folks, I'm not out of word. I'm just out of time. My time is up. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. It's not my fault. Is there time? My time is up. Stand to your feet. Pray for a moment or two and pray for yourself. Say, Lord, help me to stop looking back. Help me. Take away stubbornness. Pray against stubbornness. Hardness. Bible says it's better to be poor. And young than to be old and foolish. Why? Because when you are old and foolish, you cannot be admonished, which means you cannot be advised. You cannot be advised. Proverbs nine, a Bible says that when you correct a fool, he will hate you. When you correct a wise person, he will love you. Pray for yourself wherever you are. Say, Lord, help me, help me, help me, help me, not to be stubborn. Help me not to be stubborn. Help me to be under the control of your word. In the name of Jesus. Break every stubbornness in my heart. In the name of Jesus. 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 Jesus. Help me to stop looking back. Stop looking back at my old life. Let me concentrate on my current life. And my current work with you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Help everyone under the sound of my voice. Oh God. Help everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord. In the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. Help us, help us, help us, help us, help us, Lord. Help us, help us. Deliver us from being overly confident of our abilities in the name of Jesus. For we all depend on your grace. It is just by your grace. We are all but evil when we don't have your blood and we don't have your grace. Deliver us, Lord. Deliver us, Lord. Father, we bless you. We thank you. Lift your hands. Let's pray. Father, thank you for everybody under the sound of my voice. Help us to stay steadfast in the name of Jesus. Let no one under the sound of my voice. Overly confident in their own abilities. Let us all fight against stubbornness and hardness. May we be easy to be admonished by your word, Lord. In the name of Jesus. And help us to focus on the race that is before us. That will not look behind us. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say a better amen. amen. Wonderful. You are here. Every hand down, please. You are here. You came to church this morning. Somebody invited you on this Easter Sunday. But you know in your heart that you are not born again. If you are to die today, you are not sure whether you will go to heaven or not. Well, today I want to give you an opportunity to make sure that when you die, you will go to heaven. The Bible says God loved the world so much he sent his only son. That whosoever believes in Him should not perish, which means should not go to hell, but have everlasting life. If you are here like that, you want to say, you want to say, Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. Every eye closed, every head bowed. I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are. Or pray with. with every eye closed, please. Every eye closed. You want to say, Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right hand. I will pray with you. Lift up your right hand. Maybe somebody invited you. Maybe you came by yourself. You want to make sure that you will go to heaven when you die. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray. If your hand is up, come to me in the front. I want to pray with you. Show your seriousness by coming to me. I want to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. Come to me. My brother, come to me. Let me pray with you. Come to me. Let me just pray with you quickly. Appreciate him with a hand clap. Let me pray with you quickly. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Rev. Daniel Kali. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 0780382166. God richly bless you.